Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am super excited to be joined in just a couple minutes by 49ers defensive lineman, Eric Armstead. Eric is nominated as the 49ers nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year for the fourth year in a row. And we are going to talk all about that and the incredible work he is doing in the community. But before we get there, I have a couple updates for you. The 49ers, of course, have a first round buy in the playoffs, but they head into it pretty healthy. The aforementioned Eric Armstead returned to practice on Thursday after not being out there since December with a foot injury. So this is very good news for San Francisco. Safety Jair Brown also returned to practice. He was dealing with a knee sprain, so they are moving in a good direction. Safety George Odom had his 21-day practice window open. So these are all good things for San Francisco, who will be watching the games this weekend to see who they will play in the divisional round. So there's your little bye week primer. And with that, let's get to talking to Eric about the great work he's doing in the community. Eric, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to talk about you as the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the fourth year in a row, which feels like a very impressive feat. So I just want to start there and see what does it feel like and what does it mean to you to have this honor and this nominee the last four years? It's been a great experience, you know, for me being a nominee, um, you know, in a multitude of ways. Uh, One, being able to represent our organization. And, um, you know, I feel like we have an organization that believes in doing the work and giving back to our community. So it's definitely uh, very humbling for me to be able to represent our organization. Our, you know, my teammates do so much in uh, their community and here in our local community of the Bay Area as well, too. And so representing that has been, um, you know, a great experience. And then also, too, getting a chance to meet uh, a lot of the other nominees and learn more about their uh, missions and goals and how they give back as well, too, has been very inspiring uh, for me. And, you know, being able to meet the Payton family and learn more about Walter Payton and, um, you know, how great of a person he was and, uh, the things that he did in his community and um, just was a real light for anybody that met him. And so, uh, you know, having the, having those experiences have been, you know, amazing, you know, for these past uh, four years. And, um, you know, I think being a nominee also to represent a lot of people, you know, my family, my hometown, um, you know, I already talked about an organization, but just a lot of people are proud. and uh, so. Um, being able to represent them and, um, you know, make them proud is is special as well. I talked to you when you were a rookie. We did a story. Uh, you were one of my first uh, features that I ever did. And you talked them, then about community and how important it was to you. When you go back and think about as a kid and playing football, was this something you envisioned that you would have the ability to make such an impact in such a meaningful way? Yeah, uh, I... I can say it wasn't like a big vision of mine when I was younger. Um, you know, we've always done stuff. It's kind of been in me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a kid, we've done stuff as a family uh, with our church, um, different community um, 
you know, give back opportunities. And so I've always done it, but I wouldn't say that uh, as a kid, it was like a big vision of mine um, to be doing, you know, what we're trying to do now. Um, so I think it's kind of grew over time. And as I have, uh, you know, got a little older and wiser and, um, you know, realizing the importance of it and realize the sense of responsibility that I have to, to be that change and, um, you know, help the next generation. So. When it comes to your teammates, a lot of them have talked about how you've been an inspiration to them in terms of what you do in the community. Is that something that you go to certain guys and talk to them about? Do you let them come to you? How has that evolved over time? Yeah, it just kind of happens naturally. A lot of times, you know, has conversations, um, guys will come up to me and, you know, say something like, man, I want to do this in my hometown. And I'll uh, just, you know, try to help them as much as I can and talk about, you know, how I started, uh, you know, our organization and, you know, how it has grown and just try to really encourage guys to, to uh, you know, really take the time to, you know, just sit down and think about the impact that they want to have. And, um, you know, nothing happens overnight. You know, mm -hmm. I think that um, a lot of times people see uh, people doing, you know, great work and it's kind of like um, intimidating a little bit. Um, like, wow, you know, like, how do they do that? How do I get to the, like, how could I do something like that? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I know that's, I felt that way, like in the past and always, um, like, man, how do I get there? Like, how do I, you know, have that type of impact? And, um, you know, it, it really takes time. It, you know, it, um, just like with anything, um, you know, it takes progression. You have to learn throughout the process and, you know, um, partner with a lot of great people and have a lot of support as well too, to accomplish, um, some of those goals. So, it's uh that's that's the message I try to help with. And, you know, if um, a few guys throughout the years have, you know, asked me um, or when we've been able to have some good conversations. Was there any one person that was inspirational to you when you were starting on this journey? Um, yeah, I have a lot of inspirations, you know, my family for sure. Um, you know, and just laying that foundation into me my entire life. and then. Um, you know, there's celebrities that I'm inspired by, you know, um, LeBron James, everything he does with I Promise School and um, in his hometown of Akron and uh, Nipsey Hussle was a big inspiration for me listening to his music and talking about the importance of um, taking pride where you're from and uplifting your community and making sure that uh you know, if you have some level of success or been blessed with resources to pour those into your community. Um, and so, yeah, I've been definitely inspired in a multitude of ways. You know, being here, being with the Niners and seeing everything they do with the 49ers Foundation and going to their events and being able to learn and see is inspiring, you know, as well for me, too. Um, and, you know, I take uh, take a lot of ideas and different stuff from uh, the 49ers Foundation as well. How much of a difference do you think that makes maybe if you'd been with another organization? Do you think the 49ers kind of helped shape this part of you? I think so in a lot of ways. Um, 
you know, um, you know, when I first got here, like my first few days here, I was out on the field I, with kids, you know, um, for uh, a football camp. And so it was apparent, you know, from the jump that, you know, it was of importance. In my rookie year, they invited us to um, Golden Getaway. It was still in um, Tahoe. Um, so that was like my first kind of gala um, community kind of fundraiser event and like seeing how everything works and operates and, um, you know, learning about the impact that they're having. And so, yeah, I've, it's definitely has been a big influence on me being uh, fortunate to be here and uh, play for an organization who definitely believes in, um, you know, doing the work just like I do. And so, um, like I said, I've, I've grown, um, you know, with the organization and I see the 49ers foundation doing more and more each year. And, um, that's what I'm trying to do as well. Your amazing wife, Mindy, is also very involved in the community and does a lot of work with you and know your daughters are very young, but how do you guys explain to them even now how important it is to give back and show them kind of what you're doing in those areas? Yeah. Uh, really young now, but, you know, um, trying to teach them, you know, in, in some ways, I think, uh, just trying to parent them the right way now. And, you know, I, I'm sure as they get older, they'll learn more about, you know, um, everything that is going on right now. But, um, you know, they've been to some of the events and involved. And so, um, I'm sure they're trying to figure it out themselves and like what's going on, but um, yeah, it's, it's very important for us as a family to instill that in them um, at a young age. And, um, you know, I really think it's really about, uh, you know, empathy and compassion and, um, you know, thinking about others really, I think is the most important thing. Uh, a kid can um, start to kind of lay a foundation and learn. And so that's what we try to do um, with them. Uh, first with siblings and first, you know, second uh, as, you know, they're starting to be in their community and around friends. We just try to, you know, teach compassion and empathy and, um, you know, for the people they're around. And we know that's going to lead to, you know, later in life too. Before I let you go, I have a couple just other points I want to hit on. One of them is story time with Eric Armstead, which I honestly think is one of the coolest things I've seen a player do. And I would love for you to just talk a little bit more about how that started and and what it feels like when you come in to read to these kids and the looks on their faces and the excitement that they have. Yeah, it started in um it started in uh twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um you know, with everything that the world was experiencing with the pandemic, um, you know, I had an idea that, you know, if I was able to connect with kids and keep them engaged in school or reading, you know, try to have some some impact there. And so it started off, uh, I think me and my mom did our uh, the first one um, where we read with each other uh, on the 49ers um, Instagram, I believe. I think it was a live that we did. And then 
it um I was trying to figure out how to get in touch with classrooms and help teachers. And, you know, I was hearing, um, had a great conversation with our mayor, uh, Daryl Steinberg in Sacramento around the time of how to get, you know, people resources and what was going on and what are, what are people really struggling with, um, during the pandemic. And one was kids were dropping out of school and being, um, you know, disengaged in the school at an all-time high. And so I was like, how how can I try to aid with that? And what I thought of was just entering their classroom and reading with them um, to keep them, try to keep them engaged and keep them, um, you know, break up the, the Zoom uh, classroom situation, which was so tough on all of them. And then it transformed and, you know, more teachers started reaching out, like, come read to my class. And um, then we started setting up more story times. And then they became in person once, you know, that was safe. And so, yeah, it's uh, transformed. And I've read with students all over the world now. Um, I read with a class in Qatar, um, wow. which was interesting. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been fun for me. And hopefully it's been fun for the kids. Do you have a favorite book that you read during story time? Um, the latest one that comes to memory is The Couch Potato. Um, it feels relatable. I could get into that book. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good book. It uh, has a very, you know, powerful message, um, you know, trying to encourage kids to get out the house and, um, you know, explore new things. And so it's a good book. All right. Well, listeners, check out The Couch Potato. Um, one last thing before you go, as you look back on our, all your work in the community over the last several years, was there a moment or a story that someone shared with you that you said, wow, this is this is really cool that I get to do this? Not only, and you've talked about your career is not just what you do on the field, but what you do off the field. And is there a moment that really drove that home for you? Um. Everything has been great. Uh, you know, I'm definitely always inspired, you know, doing these type of events. And I leave one always wanted to do more and uh, being inspired and don't feel like uh, we are doing enough um, because there's so many kids out there who need help and support. Um, but you know, I've been inspired, you know, um, my school visits to Leah Tata Floyd in Sacramento have uh, been very fun uh, for me. Um, and I was at the school like pretty much all day and, you know, got to see all the kids. And um, it's uh, that day was was good for me because um there's one kid in particular who was having a tough day and uh, he just needed somebody to talk to and he wasn't in the classroom and he was um, obviously, you know, having a, having a bad day and me being able to, you know, just talk to him for five, 10 minutes and support him um, and him get back in the classroom and, and able to learn was a, uh, was a good moment for me. Um, because, you know, I think that 
I didn't always see myself being able to have that type of uh, influence and impact at a, as a young kid. And I was just that kid when I was, um, you know, their age, struggling in school, getting kicked out of class, um, you know, and it was really rough. So being able to support him in that moment was was good feeling for me. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. If you guys like what you heard, and I know you did, please make sure to give us a five-star rating and a super positive review. You can find me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler, on Twitter X at Tracy FGSN. We are brought to you by FIVO. And with that, I will talk to everybody next week as we get ready for the 49ers in the divisional round. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.